Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. It's your views that matter here on Your Money. Now, with the tech industry, data protection and cybercrime may be top of mind concerns for small and medium enterprises here in Singapore. On an individual level, you may see technology as the industry of the century that you want to grow your career in, especially in the tech space. Maybe you're a mid-career professional looking to do just that today. So I've invited a leading Trade Association for Singapore's tech industry, SG Tech, on the show today. They have more than 1,100 member companies and have gathered the sentiments of these tech industry players to come up with recommendations for Singapore's government for consideration for Budget 2023. SG Tech Chair, Mr. Wong Waiming, joins me live to share the recommendations with all of us. Good morning, Mr. Wong. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me on the show. Your recommendations cover three main thrusts, digital trust, tech development, and sustainability. So I want to start with your budget recommendations that seek to address the manpower that companies need in order to deal with cyber attacks. And we know the pace of these attacks seem to be increasing. Yes, if it, in Singapore, cybercrime grew by 38%, as all of us know, and the global economy, economy has lost uh, more than $6 trillion US dollars to cybercrime. So what SGTech has recommended in the budget recommendation is to introduce a pilot scheme for companies to be staffed with suitable talent and then be incentivized to grow and implement professional digital trust team so as to be able to address the cybersecurity attack. Now, you're calling for a chief technology officer scheme and asking the government to take the lead on this. How will this pan out and how will this be different from the structure that is currently in place? I would say there isn't really a structure in having a chief trust officer. So we are also working with economic agencies to advocate maybe the larger companies and also MNCs to take lead in this. But government could take the lead in this, in this initiative by appointment of a chief trust officer, in, hopefully in every government agency along with an overall CTO for the whole of government. And we are also working closely with SkillsFuture, other trade associations and relevant institutes of uh, higher learnings to develop curricula and training schemes uh, so as to develop the digital trust uh, professionals. So if you look at the challenge here, most companies, especially the smaller ones, do not have full-time data protection officers or even cybersecurity experts. And these roles are typically voluntary additional responsibilities. And they may not be equipped with the overall relevant skills to deal with trust and be empowered to even uphold you know, the whole governance. And that's the whole challenge, right? So, And we also opine that companies have a higher standards of digital trust will stand to benefit, not just monetarily because of the increase in trust and confidence amongst its customer, shareholders, but they will also benefit in the long term from enhanced reputation, branding, and potentially more partnership opportunities. So are your recommendations at heart calling for greater professionalization around the whole digital trust sector? Absolutely, yes. 
Okay. And your recommendations also speak to SMEs, and I'm keen to hear how they address financial support for SMEs who say, hey, we need help in the area of data protection, but we also need financing help. Yes. So that's where we are proposing incentives to help SMEs adopt digital trust practices and cyber hygiene. We can onboard them using grant subsidies to be offered to SMEs if they you know, enroll their staff on digital trust, related training courses to develop digital trust capabilities and expertise, schemes to reward SMEs who actively pursue digital trust practices, perhaps a government trust mark endorsement for those who demonstrated their efforts to the consumers, more favorable treatment, hopefully as a priority in government procurement schemes, and cyber insurance, right, which provides subsidies uh, to SME who wish to buy. Uh, the whole issue is awareness, right? There's an issue of awareness or in business trust. They may not be, businesses may not be aware that digital trust related to tech that exists that can help them in a very practical sense. So actually that hopes to become a knowledge center to orientate companies towards the digital trust related tech and expertise. What do your recommendations call for in order to address the needs of mid-career professionals who want to aim for tech roles that are considered higher value tech roles? Yeah, so actually that recommends uh, that we adopt a multi-stakeholder approach to determine a more comprehensive list of such uh, higher value tech roles that are essential to Singapore's economy. Maybe let me define what uh, higher tech roles in our context here means not all roles in tech needs to be highly specialized. Not all roles need to come from a tech background or with prior experience. They are customer facing technical advisors, analysts, administrators, data center engineers. And these are high value roles that fall between tech light and tech heavy uh, jobs. Uh, maybe suitable for those who possess transferable skill sets, right? And also to keep up with a very rapidly evolving technology landscape, it is imperative that Singapore, uh, for us to strengthen the resiliency of our workforce to withstand more disruptions and skills redundancy. So we are a strong advocate of skills-based approaches uh, that can create multiple career pathways that will complement academic routes, incorporate agility in reacting to new developments uh, in the talent landscape. Is that part of the reason why you're calling for informal learning channels to be recognized in this field of technology? Yes, absolutely. Because as job scopes and responsibilities uh, evolve rapidly and dynamically, especially in the tech space, formal education requirements may no longer be sufficient or relevant when assessing potential candidates. So thus, hiring approaches need to change inherently. Adopting a skills-oriented approach of assessment can help lower barriers of entry for prospective job seekers who may not have a degree uh, and resulted in an increase and diverse pool of you know, talent in the market. That's what we are trying to spur. This is also considering that uh, the increasingly preferred mode of learning amongst our younger generation who tends to pick up new skills through other modes of learning, including online platforms. It can be, even be YouTube, LinkedIn, Coursera, you name it, there's a whole list. So informal learning methods can be a very effective way to establish a culture of lifelong learning at workplaces. Uh, for example, the access and opportunity to, to uh, offer to obtain micro-credentials uh, are really an exciting and effective way to attract, train and uh, recognize employees. But despite the increase in the number of online learning, mobile learning, micro-credentials available, employees may not invest sufficient time and effort in such resources given the uncertainty that skills acquired via these informal channels are recognized. 
That's a great point. Employers have to lead the way in um, receiving and accepting these credentials. If we take a step back, how has your SG Tech 2022 survey of SMEs in the area of decarbonization and e-waste reduction practices. How has this survey fed into the recommendations of Budget 2023 in the area of sustainability? So we hope to accelerate uh, uh, the whole emission and waste reduction practices amongst SME. Uh, We are proposing a broad-based incentivization to, to take measurable actions by leveraging on technologies first and recommend cash rebates to incentivize SMEs who leverage on tech for transforming internal practices uh, towards sustainability. So in our SG Tech's 2022 survey of SMEs in decarbonization and e-waste reduction practices, uh, which has you know, included a curated cross-section of 11 case studies from SMEs. So the survey and case study confirm uh, that SMEs widely do not see strong business case for investing in internal change or technologies to track and reduce emissions. So for SMEs who have begun to adopt sustainability practices, the challenges are complicated by the fact that the national sustainability landscape has not yet uh, seen any national consensus, in fact, global consensus on standards, regulation, etc. And the development of taxonomy too, right, are, are still very nascent. So... The application of technology are only limited by our imagination, I would say, and that is the beauty of technology. Today, we can see tech applications, emissions, data tracking, reporting software, IoT sensors to monitor building energy usage, water usage, AI that can enable this software and sensors. And of course, you need to protect it. Cybersecurity right, is required. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like members of our audience to understand about your recommendations? Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you see two broad schemes here, it's really digital and sustainability. And these are two very important agendas for Singapore in terms of business opportunities, in terms of jobs itself. So they should never, never be viewed as dichotomous. Uh, in fact, we have to ensure that one is the enabler for the other. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time and for joining us today, Mr. Wong. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having Please. me on the show. He's SG Tech Chair, Mr. Wong Waiming, here to share with us the group's recommendations for Singapore government for consideration for Budget 2023. This is Money and Me. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.